and welcome back to the podcast. Today in studio, we have Gina, the owner of Design by Studio, and we're going to be talking about small business success this season, which I'm super excited about. So welcome to the studio, Gina. Please tell us who you are and what you do. Thank you so much for having me in today. So as you know, my name is Gina. I'm from Design Bar. I am a graphic designer that specializes in small businesses and small business branding. So I am particularly passionate about empowering small businesses and providing the tools to ensure your execution is successful. And the execution of my next word might not be great. (laughs) But when I speak about action paralysis, which is the topic for today, I might say it wrong. So bear with me, guys. But let's get into that. So today we're talking about action paralysis with Gina. And quick little backstory with Gina and I, she is the brand designer and creator of Nini and that's how we connected. So if you'd like to even have a small glimpse of what this woman is capable of, you can head over to Nini, otherwise to her page Design by Studio. So let's get into action polarisis today. Let's define it. How do we define it so that we can kind of see it when it presents itself? So in a nutshell, it's the state of overthinking or overanalyzing a situation, which can cause one's decision-making to become paralyzed in perspective to that scenario. And how does this happen to us? So if I can set forth an example that would be relevant to many small businesses and one that I have found heartbreaking to experience and watch throughout my years. So you have a beautiful business idea you are deeply passionate about it. You've held space to let this idea grow. You've dedicated time, research, and you've created a really high quality product or service that you are proud of. So all set, right? Not always. Long the case. <laughs> it can often come time to the, the rollout and the paralysis sets in, and your beautiful business idea can fall. I must say, I've had seasons of that myself Mm -hmm. Um, and I think maybe it's an important question to ask why this happens so I believe that there's two reasons why this happens one we have unclear intentions on our why as in why we are doing this and number two the what if I fail bug bites I've definitely been bitten by that one and I find it probably the loudest voice and noise when moving through even a project or just choices in general. So it doesn't surprise me that that is one of the main factors when it comes to a small business moving forward, making that next big decision. Um, But how do we solve this? So people tend to say, just start An unpopular opinion, I think that's poor advice. Um, Motivation alone is not enough because you're exerting all this effort without a plan to channel it. And that becomes exhausting. It grows tiresome really fast. So to avert or overcome this paralysis, I believe we need brand clarity and clarity on your business. And how would someone go about making the first steps to getting that clarity? 
you've mentioned a plan and I'm sure there's a bit of strategy, but if you're someone who doesn't even know who to speak to or where to go, where would, what would that be? So I think it starts with the core foundations and having that strong. And there's three aspects you can break that down into. Number one, why are you doing this? What is your purpose Mm -hmm. in this? This is a golden nugget that will transcend failure, transcend falling, transcend your difficult times in your business because you are looking at a golden nugget, which makes the things around it become noise and you can block that noise out. Number two, how are you doing this? What is your action plan? Be very intentional and very specific in the steps through your business and how you are executing it, planning. Number three, who are you doing this for? Your target market. And I think that people get confused with their target market and they go, well, I'm marketing to everybody. False. Have a very specific, extremely specific person who you are targeting it towards Other people will come, but this specification, being mindful of it in all of your actions, will help get you into a space of clarity in your business. So these aspects are what builds up the core foundation, and that strong core foundation is the first place you start when building up your business. I feel like that third one is something I'm even learning in other aspects of business, Let's mm-hmm. say a skill that I am good at. Let's say for just using myself as an example, as someone who creates a lot, I have found myself starting a new business, being Nini, which you've been a part of. Mm-hmm. For me personally, my first thing was answering these questions and then finding the right people to help me execute them. Also understanding that I am one person doing so many things that my biggest, how can I say it, investment to myself and to my business would be to find the skill that I'm really good at. Um, On the last point that you made now, um, can we expand on niching down um, based on that? Sure. I feel like many people are afraid of niching down, that if you narrow yourself into small of a passage, you're not going to be able to grow that business and expand out. And in fact, the opposite is very often true. When you get very specific about your product and about who you are targeting your product to, you open up your business to who you want it to be. So I find a lot of um, small businesses, particularly, you will say, I'm going to use glasses, for an example. You sell glasses. And you don't want to get, you want a high-end client, but you don't know how to reach a high-end client and, you know, you still need the business to run. So you want to welcome all clientele. You will stay in that bracket of all clientele. And that's the difficult part. It's It's a bravery step and it's bold but it's a step that will I feel like you're talking to me right now. That <laughs> will greatly help you grow in the long run. And I always say to people, if you don't tell me what you are worth, how do you expect me to tell you what you're worth? Now think of me as the consumer. You are telling me who you are, you are telling me what level you are selling to, you're telling me what product you are selling. 
but you want me to value you at a higher rate than you value you. It doesn't work like that. Your client values you where you tell them to value you. So it starts with you being clear about your intentions, valuing yourself. Where you come in in a bracket is very important to laying the foundations of your business. That is, I I feel seen and maybe not in a way that I feel like I want to be right now. I feel like you're my cool aunt that's just given me advice that's hard to swallow, but it's true. (laughs) I think it's very difficult for especially women um, to consider finances in that, Mm -hmm. that realm. Um, So I think with that being said, with what we've spoken about today, what homework can we give the listeners that will aid them in today's episode? So three small tasks for them to do this week or even just one. So maybe that's valuing how much they think they're worth. Maybe their why. Which What's their homework for this week? Well, I think in perspective to what we've been talking about, if we box that into a homework for one, one thing, Three things might be a bit a bit much, but you can start with one and move, move your way out from there. I want you to get a piece of paper, sit quietly, breathe, and tell me why you are not reaching for your dream. Why? Uh, we have one life to live, and I know that sounds like I'm risking sounding like a fortune cookie now, but we do. We have one. And I see people all the time that have so much passion and so much potential and the most beautiful talent that they are gatekeeping for themselves. And I believe it's a fear of failure. And I want, for me, when it comes to failure, I want you to say, what if I fail? What if I do? Get really comfortable with the idea of failing because, honey, what if you fly? What if you fail? But what if you don't? And what if you reach this amazing dream that you don't live out because you're fearful? Let's unpack that this week of why we are not reaching. I love that so much. And I think if let's potentially give the listeners um, an option to comment either on an Instagram post that we post this week or email us in the email or even at candice.buddington at gmail.com and tell us why you feel like you're not reaching your dreams. And let's maybe address that in next week's episode because I think that we would, well, not only that, but we would just love to connect with you and be able to kind of hold your hand on this journey one question at a time, one Mm -hmm. listener at a time. Um, so yeah, if you guys could pop us a message, a DM or an email, um, and then we'll chat about that next week on the next episode. All right. So next week, now that you've figured out your why and you've maybe popped us a message or you've written it down and kept it to yourself, that's perfectly fine. But let's show you how to then action that dream, starting with that why. We look forward to speaking to you next week. Have a beautiful day, beautiful week, lots of love. Bye.